This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Otago Access Radio, in partnership with Otago Polytech, brings you Blowing Bubbles. Blowing Bubbles brings you positive conversations with people in their bubbles around the world. How are people living their bubble lives? Working from home, keeping kids entertained and staying connected and getting exercise. And how are these things presenting us with the opportunities to find new ways of living? Every weekday, the Sustainable Lens team of Samuel Mann, Shan Gallagher and Mara Karatai reach out from their bubbles to chat with interesting and positive people around the world. Broadcast on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM and streamed and podcast on oar.org.nz and sustainablelens.org. Bringing connection, joy, kindness and peace in the days ahead. Welcome to Blowing Bubbles, positive conversations with people in their bubbles, their safe spaces around the world. I'm Samuel Mann in Sawyer's Bay, Dunedin, and I am joined from Whakatane by Mawera Karatai. Kia ora, Mawera. Kia ora, Sam. How's it going? It's going very well indeed. How was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty chill, actually. Um, we had rain and then rain and then some more rain and some thunderstorms and then a bit more rain. So no bike riding, just lots of uh, rest and relaxation. And then I'm off to Rotorua tomorrow for a few days for the... Um, for the Combined Trusts Philanthropy Conference. So people from Dunedin will be coming up for that too. It's going to be really cool. That sounds fun. Hmm. And we shall have to make sure we get shows organised. And yeah. <laughs> and who are we introducing today? It is my great pleasure to introduce Shakuru Munro. Shakuru uh, has been in New Zealand for 23 years. She has got many different roles in the Dunedin community and is well known around the community for her hair braiding, her hairdressing, her artistry, her market stall and fundraising for uh, for education in Tanzania. Chukuru, it is a great joy to have you with us today. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, Shakura. Where are you, Shakura? So I live in a beautiful um, uh, Broadway community, yeah, other side of Port Chalmers. Indeed, I could almost see it if the fog hadn't rolled in in the last few I, minutes. I think we got the most sun this way. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sunny here, but there's, there's fog between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the way I am. And my husband's from, from down here. He went to Broadway school and yeah. So yeah, that's why I came straight from Tanzania to Broadway, very much, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've been asking people how their bubble life was, knowing that it's turning into ancient history now, but we're still asking it. How was your bubble life? My bubble life here, I think, I yeah, was really nice because um, I guess, you know, it's like they just build like walkway, you know, down here, down this way. So it was no problem. It was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're able to get out and about in your community then, but of course staying staying away from people? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I got my family and a dog, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, and we saw all the neighbours, all the everybody was walking, so it's always going to say hi, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah. A, I've seen you about running. You're, you're a runner? Yeah, I love running. So I didn't get bored. Yeah, it was a lot <laughs> of things for me to do. <laughs> yeah, more time to run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and all of mm-hmm. all of the things that you're normally involved in, did they just stop, or did they just have to find new ways of being? Um, yeah, so I was like in the middle of like um sending the container to Tanzania, which people been donating like um 
school equipment like books, bed takers, you know. So that one is still like here. It's been hauled down here because the price went too much. So I guess, yeah, so that one, yeah, definitely has stopped for now and the, still, the price is still high. So I'm still like um, fundraising for that. So I got calendar, Shukuru, fundraiser calendar 2023. I got the calendar at the moment going on, you know, and um, yeah, and also I got a book coming up next year, maybe uh, winter will be, is it just a Shukuru journey from, from Tanzania to Aotearoa, yeah, very much, so I got those two things happening at the moment, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what is the calendar about, or what's on, what's, what's on the calendar? So the calendar's got, is just got like my paintings and it's just a little bit taste of Swahili. So you can learn a little bit Swahili, like saying hi, you know, jambo, you know, and yeah. And month, like every month is telling English and a little bit Swahili. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's raising money for the, for that, for, is that the school that you went to in Tanzania? Yeah, it's, it's, it's to raise money to ship this container is already here now, right now. Yeah. Need to be, sh- to, need to be shipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So preempting the book that your children's book that you've got coming out next year, how did you get yourself from a little village in Tanzania to Broad Bay? Ah, that's a good question. Ah, I love that question. While while I was growing in my um village, you know, as I went to the same school, I've been helping me, and I used just to play with kids, and always I used to tell them, you know, one day I'm gonna go far away. That's what I used to say. You know, I was just a bit like I knew something maybe better than. You know, village life was good, but I just kind of like, I want a bit more, you know, than that, you know. And, yeah, so I <clears throat> meet my husband, Neil. You know, I left village. I was like 15, but I went to, to the city and that's kind of like book telling a little bit, but it's a kid's book. Sorry about that, really, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I meet my husband. He was there. He brings a fishing boat. He was he was working in fishing, commercial fishing boat from Dunedin. And I took the boat from Danida to Tanzania. So he was there for one year working in that fishing boat, fishing the African how to fish. And then I met my husband over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I ended up coming to New Zealand. I didn't even know where was New Zealand then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, do you think it's a bit hot here? I can take you to a place that's quite cool. <laughs> I was like, I was living, I, when I came here, I thought it was like freezer. People live in freezer. I came in May. I was so cold. Yeah, freezer. <laughs> Have you gotten yes. used to it now? No, I'm, 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 no problem. I keep running, so keep me warm, <laughs> even in the winter. <laughs> yes, that's why I find like more running was helping me so much, just to keep my body warm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Let's take the first of your music choices. Let's have Toto's Africa. Why this one? No, I just love, I always reminding me, that song reminded me home when the rain comes, you know, it's just the village life. It's just like, yeah, it's just, yeah, take me back there, you know, because that's kind of like, you know, yeah, where really my roots are. But as then I find here, now it's good so I can listen to that song here and just feel happy, enjoy. Yeah, to be here as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The drums are going tonight And she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation She's coming in 
and obviously for your new community here in Aotearoa as well. Where does your community spirit come from? What made you so focused on wanting to make things better for others? I guess, I think for me, I just, you know, when I help others make me feel happy and and so I just keep doing it. I've got so much energy 
of doing things so i never get bored so i just just love doing things and yeah make me feel really happy because i'm helping others like for example my school is like those kids for me is like when i take the stuff to them maybe one day they might think like oh you know it's like model role model for them you know this was like she came to this school you know my school and now she's living somewhere and coming back and helping so that is like encouraging young people also you know you know to do things what i'm doing yeah mm-hmm. yeah how, how do we do that in a place like new zealand where there's everybody well i shouldn't say everybody but many people in aotearoa live with a really high degree of privilege we have everything here that's so easily compared to places like Tanzania where where people don't have um, access to the same resources and the same um, the same easy way of living that we have here. And yet we still need to have people who are who are willing to to work in the community to make change happen. How do we do that? Yeah, I think my understanding for New Zealand just being being here, like even in the Broadway, a small community, for me is what I find myself like um like connecting to people, you know, like talking to people, you know, I think, you know, and that is the best things for me. I always stop and talk to people. Always, you know. That for me, you know, that's for here, that's I think big things, you know, just to, to reach out for people as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the start point, I think. Yeah. Do you think that New Zealand is a good place to be to raise children? Yeah, I got one son, he's 22. And yeah, definitely I think has been, has been, how can I say, compare, you know, like the school, you know, schooling and stuff. That's why for me it was like my son was like having so much here than my school, my early age school there. That's why it make me really feel like I want to help, you know. And the yeah. schools that had so much stuff here and they were just, dumping you know just you know throwing out so that's why i end up like wanting really to help my other school because the kids here had everything you know and and they don't want to go to school and my 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 village everybody want to go to school they'll run 10k to go to school yeah <laughs> and here kids doesn't want to go to school yeah do you think that's a thing we can fix because i've noticed that too over the last few years has been i don't know if it's covid or what it is i don't know if it's a sense of people are concerned about the future and so they just don't see the point. I'm trying to figure that out. Why Why do you think people don't want to go to school? I think, yeah, I feel, you know, it's a very concerned question, actually. It's just, um, I think people almost lost hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel, you know. And, and you know, and people are struggling, you know, and... So that's why for me is like really to keep like that connection, community connection is very important, you know. Yeah, and we're gonna have Broadway Community Market Day this this Saturday, you know. If you're gonna be around, come and join us. And yeah, we can. Yeah, we just. Yeah, I think that's for me. Yeah, even we lost hope, but we can still have community together. That's how I grow up in my village. We didn't have much. We just get together and just sing and dance and yeah, keep that spirit, you know. Yeah going happiness yeah mm-hmm. so is that is that the solution do you think then maybe that's the solution to hopelessness is to bring hope by bringing more community oh yeah and dance and laugh you know yeah <laughs>
<laughs> I think, yes, very much. I feel like for me, you know, that's kind of like what keeps me do, keep going. Because coming from Tanzania to here, I, for three years, I was struggling, like really, really struggling because it was so hard. I feel like I was outside because I couldn't fit in. It's just, you know, and then I went to the doctor this next month. The doctor said, you're, you're stressed. I didn't know what stress means. We don't get stressed in Africa. We don't have, you know, this year. <laughs> We don't have mortgages. We don't have all of these things, you know. Here, you have to pay for. So our life, when you think about, we have nothing over there, but we got this pure joy, you know. And that's what I need more. That's why for me, it's like if I help others, if if I got enough, I can help others because that's what I need. It's just have enough, you know, and share. Yeah. Mm. So that's what people think need to go back to that kind, of like you know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So how do we do that then? Let's make a plan. Let's make a plan. <laughs> Let's talk more about it, you know. Yeah. So maybe we start with the community. I'm happy to connect with so many community and just, you know, yeah, start doing that. That's, yeah, I go to the market. I connect a lot of people in the market. We just dance, laugh, you know. And the market I go, I'm just like, yeah, I just me, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it that's has- why there always has to be people in the community who are willing to do that. The connectors have an incredibly important role. Yes, yes, yes. They, they're much. the ones who keep things moving forward. Yeah. So, so what can we do to create more connectors then? So if we think about our kids that are it's the ones who are going to school, what? how do we inspire that in them to, to want to connect to others, to want to bring things together? Yeah, I think like that for me is important. Maybe the kids like having like um I don't know that like here they call like youth groups, you know, around you know just get them together and give them some things to do, you know. Yeah, that's what we used to do in my village, you know. All the kids they'll be like, I mean, we'll be working, we go and carry water five kilometer all together <laughs> and singing and dancing, so become like it's not job, become actually, you know, it's. You know, something we're doing together, things like that. Just giving some jobs to kids that can do together is a part of, you know, groups. Mm-hmm. In New Zealand, we used to have a lot of service groups, and I think they still exist, but they're not how they're not as um, well supported as they used to be. There was the Lions, there was Rotary for kids. There was Scouting and Girl Guides, and you know, the, these were groups that you sent your children to and then when your children grew up they continued to participate or they moved on to the lions or the rotary and i've noticed over the last few years that those groups are all starting to drop away and they did so much of that the lions always had markets and book sales and things and rotary were always raising money for people and you know, doing all these incredible fundraisers that you know, that enable people to go overseas and and have incredible experiences through exchange. And I just, yeah, I I think you're actually exactly right. I think that's what's missing. We we've lost that community that we used to have. Yeah, no community. No, mm. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the kids, they just stay themselves, you know, alone, you know, and yeah. So that is already already for them, like no hope, no future already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's become like harder and harder and harder for the younger ones, really. Yeah. So how do we re-engage those young people? Yeah, I think the young people, again, yes, this my, my thinking is just every community, maybe they should be um, 
give like finding some place and get those young people and give them like something you no know, like job something fun to do you know it doesn't seem like job you know yeah bring them together yeah every community should get that yeah mhm is it i was thinking about kids running 10 10k's to school yeah and there's just no way that we would do that so yeah i, I just I, i just don't think it's going that that would happen so is there something in the that psyche of we can do this and we can make this fun yeah yeah so that's what the kids motivate themselves you know in the mornings they know but because they want to go to school as well see yeah <laughs> So they want to go to school so like calling each other every neighbor you ready you know and all we start like running together singing you know so become like running become actually fun instead of you know because we going somewhere we want to go it was like that here Sam when we were kids it was like that like i remember um the excitement of going to school and actually wanting to go and meeting up with my friends and yeah but it, there's there's a thing that's changed in our community and education i just don't i don't quite know what it is yeah jack goes to school quite keen quite you don't have to shovel yeah, him out the door yeah, do you he he loves to learn but he sits in a classroom full of kids who don't want to be there and that disrupts his learning and he so he finds himself trying to help the teacher teach just because there's that's just so difficult to engage with kids who don't want to learn yeah so there's a yeah maybe maybe they Maybe they should change the school and make like more community. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should. Maybe that's maybe what's missing. Make more fun instead of just you know for those one who doesn't want to learn, make like learning from um you know growing food. You know, teach them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what we did in our school. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So we did that. So become like you know, oh, you know, the food is going, watering the food, you know, and then yeah, we can eat something when the harvesting is come, you know. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so school is yeah. School isn't just about learning how to read and write. It's about learning how to live. Wow! I tell you what, I never go to high school. No many kids at my school go to high school, but you know what? They can live. They can survive anywhere. You just need to survive. <laughs> you can put you put me anywhere how survive you know but if i just go to the school and read and writing you know that can let you know it can can make me survive really can really <laughs> yeah so we need to think a little bit outside the box really yeah mhm yeah bubble sprite of the forest of orakunui dinny's favorite goddess tahu mckenzie I hope you all have a stay beautiful superstars in your beloved universes. I really hope wherever you are on this journey we're all on together proving to be reward, very sustained and illumined for you each day who you are and of nature's art and here making space thank you. Now I know that was all the last more than three years have been very tough we've had to constantly reconfigure and find new ways of doing being and here we find it once more reemerge into consensus reality freely frolicking and finding that of course so much has been shared and so much is now here to be communicated about to change for all of us i talk to you now of course from my heart's home workplace autokunui eco sanctuary 
lots of changes happening here. I've snuck away from my education group to talk to you, but you can hear tracks are being cleared. And this reminds me, of course, that we are coaxing always in a vibrant and dynamic ecosystem. The skills we have to offer, the skills we have to share, are so crucial, are so important. And we are surrounded always by others sharing theirs. For myself, I know in my work, there's been so many changes in the last few and really cultivating of gratitude and appreciation for those around me, the gifts that they bring, the messages they have to share, the truth that they are living, they are carrying. All of these things are so important. So I really hope for you, wherever you find yourself, whatever you are surrounded by today, there is a sense in which your raraka kōrero, your story, your living world, is interweaving with those stories, those living worlds. And this can bring a sense of gratitude, this can bring a sense of connection, this can bring a sense of homecoming. As much as for all of us we are finding place to stand again, the ground that has been moving so much to our feet is returning to a sense of stability, I hope, for all of us. Here we are. We are a species that is so adaptable. We are a species that is so creative. We are a species that finds our place within the ecosystem and repeatedly, ingeniously, and seemingly sometimes, without any conscious thought, creates new pathway. We have this capability, which is wonderful. I know that so many people are finding this readjustment hard and it's important that we give each other the love and the care, the support that we need at this time. It's important that we talk about acknowledge change we've all been through. Do our best to really listen to one another, give one another the time and space to share. I know living here in Aotearoa, Staneden, there are just so many people every single day who are working tirelessly to create a better future for their whānau, for our community. It's inspiring always to hear from them. And the show, you know, has really highlighted these brave, courageous spirits all over the world. So thank you for having me and to Sam and the whole Blown Bubbles team. It's a great pleasure and privilege. Thank you. And I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks so much. Ka kite. You're listening to Blowing Bubbles. We're talking with Shukuru Munro. Shukuru, we're getting close to the end of the year. What's your big plans for next year? Well, well, I got this book, you know, I'm writing for the kids, you know, is um, Shukuru Jenny from Tanzania to Aotearoa. So that's what I'm focusing, focusing for. And I got this calendar. I need to, yeah, to sell them, you know, 2023. And I got a lot of markets around... New Zealand, you know, this kind of like, for me is community. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So that's oh, okay. what I've been doing. So you tour yeah. you tour around going to the markets? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. do you do what do you do at the markets? Is that hair braiding? So I do just depend if a lot of kids I'll do hair braiding. If it's a sunny hot day, I'll sell really fruity ice cream and when <laughs> Yeah, I got little wee food truck, really fruit ice cream. And then if it's cold day, I'll sell coffee. And yeah, so yeah. And I've got my art selling. And yeah, I got a lot of things around, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To do. So you, you <laughs> set off with your truck with a whole pile of options. Yeah, very much. 
I do. <laughs> yes. So before <laughs> you go off on before you go off on a trip, is it a a mad rush getting everything ready? Wow, is is a rush, you know, it's like everything you need like you need to plan and set up and then when you're there you, you just let things happen, you know? <laughs> you can't control everything, you know. <laughs> yeah, so whatever gonna be in that day then yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a part of my little holiday, you know, yeah. Self paid holiday, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen lots of changes over the last couple or three years since the pandemic started what do you think is going to stick or what changes have stuck perhaps and what do you hope will stick um in which way i wonder um anything you like what's changed about how we relate to each other or how we do things well my understanding is like uh, <laughs> uh i would just say actually make like community like divide that's the number one, you know, yeah, because people didn't agree with this, you know, you know, and so that is the big, bigger thing. And for me, I always feel I don't have to agree with your side, but I can still be kind. I can be still, you know what I mean? You know, but that's who I am. But some people are really like, if it's right, it's very right. So you are left, you can't say anything. So that is already make problems there. Yeah. So how to change that is, yeah, it's us people. We need to get together and, you know, make to where we were, you know, before the COVID very much. Is that the, is that the trick to it, you think? It's just being kind and having fun with people. Is, is, yeah. that, the, is that the, not just the icebreaker, but is that the, is that the answer? Well, I think because I, I feel like, you know, I mean, okay, I should not say this, like, I got COVID, I didn't die, you know. <laughs> so many people got COVID and didn't die. So, so yeah. So what's the point, like, sticking with, like, yourself, saying yourself, you know, you know, you don't want to mingle with people because you worry you're going to die. Because we're going to die anyway with COVID or without COVID, you know. So, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I think that we need to be aware of all the vulnerable people in our communities. And so we need, even if we think that we're not going to suffer, mm-hmm. if we need to keep a lid on it, because there's there's people around who are vulnerable who who will suffer a great deal. Yeah, but and then they're gonna be lonely and more suffer, like mentally. You know what I mean? And you know, yeah, mentally it's not very good. A lot of people mental health is no good because keeping yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, themselves. You know, yeah. So yeah. There's been a big focus over the last few years on mental health. It seems to me you're a very positive person. Have you mm. always had that positive, what we would call a positive mindset? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, yeah. And I think that helped me, I think, even like, you know, you know, positive thinking, that's how I think, you know, is like it can help you to, to, to even not sick. You know, I, I had flu like two days ago. And I'm like, no, I don't want to stay all in bed all week. Two days is gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Two days, I'm good to go, you know? Yeah. So it's just really, you know, but and then it's people, they get sick. I'm really sick. Talking about I'm really sick. I'm really sick. You know, then you end up getting sicker and sicker and sicker. So it's, yeah, it's your mind, you know, everything is more in your mind, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you believe in it. Yeah. But it's not some sort of positive, 
everything is awesome and ignore the facts because you're always looking for opportunities for for helping in the community or helping your school in um, Tanzania. So you must be able to see the 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 bad things that you can actually help in because if you're just seeing everything as positive, then there's no opportunity to help. Uh, yeah, so I do see the bad thing I can help and I just help without without even actually like I was in Tanzania 2018 when I saw the old school collapse the kids almost 1000 kids didn't have toilets their toilets collapsed so when I was there 2018 and I didn't know how even I'm gonna do you know I didn't know and I tell them I'll be back next year I'll be back and then when I came to New Zealand here I can see the bad thing, but I said I'll be back, but without knowing what I'm going to do, how I'm going to raise the money, you know. But I came here and I thought because I always cook like to community people, they love my African food and stuff. Maybe I said if I just call people and community support this, you know, I really need the help of the toilet and start selling the food. And that's how I raised the money to go and build the toilet there. So I went back in 2019 and built the toilet. Yeah. So it's the having the vision of what needs to be solved yeah. and agreeing to work on that comes yeah. before knowing how. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't even think like that. That's how I do my thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't set it I don't set up the goal, you know, you know, to achieve, you know, I know if like you said, you know, the thinking comes first and then yeah. But I don't say it like until when I'm going to do it. As long as I'm doing it, that's the important thing. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does It does give you the pressure of actually delivering, though. But, but yeah, it does. The pressure of delivering is like, yes, I'm doing it. That's a pressure. You know, as long as I'm doing it, that's a pressure. You know, I got the container, you know. I know we'll get there. You know, I know we'll get there. <laughs> you know, so. So that is, but I don't, I don't lose sleep about that, you know, because I'm just trying to help. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Yeah. How do you balance the helping, the the scale and the the, the time scale of helping? Because there are, as you say, there are kids that need help right now, but there's also another thousand kids next year, and there's there's systems changes that are going to take longer. How do you find the sort of the the sweet spot on? do you help this kid right now or do you try and make a system change or is there somewhere in between those that you try and you know i think for me i always work in a moment you know what feel right at that moment that's what i go you know with the moment you know and if i plan like what next year i know is gonna change that is out of my you know out of my you know Yeah, so I just work everything. I just work in now and how I'm doing that. Then yeah, that's how I go, just step by step, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I am going to play some Afro beats. I am going to play. I don't know how you pronounce this man's name. Fella Kuti, Water, yes. <laughs> No Get Enemy. Okay, thank you.
something different you got it. it's not um i didn't feel scared but when i came here i was so cold <laughs> so, but did that's that takes courage like did you know anything about new zealand at all before you met him i didn't know anything about new zealand my english was very little when i get get here i want to um to to learn english for four years but even though so, I travel by myself from Tanzania all the way to New Zealand. I was about 24 then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never travel anywhere. That was my first trip. Yeah. So you've never traveled anywhere. You yep. didn't speak much English and you jumped yep. on an airplane, flew to yep. New Zealand in yep. the hope of building a life yep. with yep. a fisherman. Yep. Oh, that's <laughs> and cool. <laughs> it's go fishing and we eat fish every day. <laughs> That yes. is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, how did your family respond to that when you told them? I think my mom, she was like, 
you always want to go far away and because my mom meet my husband so we were like together there so nobody really had any worry about me it's if anything was gonna happen here then it was like nobody might know not know but i just yeah that's what sometimes life that's what need need to do people just need to jump you know and try yeah yeah mm-hmm yeah. Would you, what advice would you give to a young person who was thinking of doing what you did? What what would you have done differently if you had the time again? No, I think for me, I always said, follow your heart. That's the number one, you know? And and sometimes when your heart's telling, oh, it's, you know, it's all a voice, you know, telling, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it. But if you can, like, be thinking for a long time, then just do it, you know? Yeah. Like, for me, it was like, I always said, one day I'm going to go far away you know so that was like okay that's the one thing like you know yeah and like i said it wasn't easy when i came here you know what i mean the grass always you know look greener other side but when i come here i had to do a lot of work i couldn't speak english i used to run away from the phone when ringing you know because i couldn't understand When the phone ring, I'll be running away. But now the phone ring, I'm just running into, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, like, I think we just have to tell young people, you know, follow your heart and don't quit. Yeah, no time to quit because when you you quit, then nothing gonna happen. But if you keep going, definitely got future. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. Yes. You're you're a very resilient person. You're you're. Oh got a real strength about you okay is that you. something that you grew up with is it um is that something your parents taught you where where has that come from your strength i think actually i think maybe even my fam all my family i think is only the one maybe i'm a bit different you know i don't think my family would do no no i can't see anybody would do something like that you know but i just feel this is like i think again go back to the village life to that community you know um positive thinking you know just happy you know that that environment growing up and you know yeah with um happy life from you know beginning you know yeah even if we didn't have so no much no much but just the joy you know of life i think give you that um extra you know you don't really think positive positive when you hurt you know all the things yeah. negative yeah mhm yeah you think yeah you think happy instead of always worried about things so yeah Mhm. Yeah. Happy, happiness is this it's such a, it can be so elusive. But when we when we find that ability to just experience joy, to find the joy in things, then everything in our lives just flows so much better, doesn't it? Yes. And and that's what I find like I find like I'm just saying like being here in New Zealand, I think people are happy but i don't know if fully happy you know what i mean yeah it's a bit different yeah 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 mm-hmm. i say do you think that you cuz i look at your paint like i'm looking i'm sitting here looking at the front cover of your calendar mm-hmm. and it's a village scene where there's music and there's food and work and busyness and it's beautiful and i, I see so much beauty in it which means that it must be a real place of peace for you and i see and sam is a photographer he takes the most incredible photos in nature and i yes. see so much peace in those photos as well yes. so is is happiness and peace does it come from art then yeah i think it it can come from many different places i think happiness can come from dancing yeah 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 you can dance and feel like really um but also the nature you know so i think 
everybody maybe can find happiness in different places you know i just for me everything i touch i bring i bring happiness that's who i am everything i do is just like you know i just you know just bring me joy just because i think i've been kind of like growing up with that all year you know like all since i was little going to carry water is hard work but still we laugh and you know what i mean and stop when you know have rest and then go again and laugh you know what i mean so even when it's hard we i'm still laughing even when it's hard you know <laughs> i think i think about your desire to build community and your art and dancing and it's all sharing yes. and so you are an inclusive person so is your happiness about the bringing together and the sharing yeah, is that where yeah. the source of your happiness is that what my mom that's the one thing i learned from my mom in my village growing up that is because my mom we were like we were like she had like seven kids i didn't have the father and i remember my mom all the people in the village sometimes you know who just sit down and eat food outside under the tree and everybody just join in even when we didn't have enough you know what i mean so she always she always my mom used to share like yeah. always so i think i get that from my mom yeah that's that me. is a, that is a beautiful yeah. gift indeed yes yeah in the last school holidays, uh, one of our community groups, Blue Light, ran an event called Picnic Like Our Grandparents. And they had things like egg and spoon races and three-legged races and sack <laughs> races. And everybody sat down and they ate their food together. And, and I wouldn't, I, I was a bit surprised when they said like our grandparents because I remember picnicking. I loved picnicking and I took my kids to picnic. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just think that, that's another thing that we could bring back, another really special thing that we've always done where we join together and we eat together and just be in the space. That is Music really cool. and and games and and um and it made me think I'd like to have a little street party on my little street and meet the rest of my neighbours and we all share Kai together. That is a good idea. Yes, very much. Yeah. That's what we do. Even Christmas, you know, we celebrated in Africa. We it's not about like present or like that. No, we just sit down, dance and eat, share the food. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but here people are worried about what they're gonna buy their kids, you know? Big money spending, you know. <laughs> yeah, is that doesn't bring happiness, isn't it? No. No, it does not. No. It certainly doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I need to ask some questions to end the show with and negative yeah. time, so we're going to have to really wriggle. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest success you've had in the last couple of years? Well, for me, my big success is being happy. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is the same answer for this one, but what's your superpower? Oh, superpower is connecting with people. Yeah, yeah. Do you consider yourself to be an activist? Oh, that is big word. You have to explain to me what that means. <laughs> we were hoping that you would define it for us. Oh no, that word I haven't learned because English is my second language. That is a big, <laughs> big <laughs> word. I know exactly the meaning of that word, but um, yeah. But I connect with people, you know, because it's it's I'm just me, you know. It's me, you know. So you see me. That's what you get, you know. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> So what motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Wow, I got a lot of things motivated every day. I get up, I got a dog. We got a new dog called Nalu, you know, take Nalu for run. And I, yeah, I just paint. I just, you know, go for run. I just 
yeah, I clean people's house sometimes. I help all the people, I, you know, in their houses, you know. So, yeah, yeah. So I never, I never sit down and do nothing. It's always something to do, yeah. So that's a, get me up in the morning and just go, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is the biggest challenge or opportunity that you're looking forward to in the next year or so? Bigger challenge. Bigger challenge. Ooh. Well, I actually, for the first time, I'm going to get into, that's what I've been planning now, to the um, World Med Festival in Taranaki. I've never been there. So that's what I'm working on it at the moment. Yeah. So that's going to be my big challenge to get there, driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lastly, do you have any advice for our listeners? Advice for their listener, uh, for me, will be like, wow, um, yes, just um, connect with people, you know, and um, yeah, engage with your family, you know, and share food together and yeah, help each other, yeah, reach to one, one another, yeah, and yeah, try to find the happiness, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Mawira. Shakuru, you're awesome. You are a really lovely, happy, positive, kind, inspiring human being. Thank you. And I I think that New Zealand is incredibly lucky and Tanzania is not, that we got to have you and they don't. (laughs) I think that's part of me. (laughs) So it has been a real joy to get to uh, talk to you. And um, just when we were off here before, we talked about a way that we can make your calendar widely available. So we will post a link to that on in, in the thread for the podcast so uh, people will be able to, to buy it and support your cause which is incredibly wonderful the work you're doing thank, thank you for you. sharing with us today thank you very very much thank you neither my life jam nation you realize all the time we waste you realize all the pain we face please pour up feminine libation my gosh, we raise you. Please sympathize all the lies we raise you. Please realize all the time. Family energy. Drink a couple quarters on my course, then I code up. If I wrote the word, money stacks for all my daughters. Never ask for payment in the womb, times nine. Now we see the blood on the street, times try. Feminine energy, balance up the indestructible in the vaginal heaven in thine. Heaven is mine. Spiritual, lyrical, mother sang sweetest taboo, rickle kind. If I was astonished by the level of shame, feminine energy, energy rain. Intuition and ambition, intuition strain. Intuition and ambition running through my veins. Pour out the love, let the healing begin. The birds and the been listening to blowing bubbles positive conversations with people in their bubbles their safe spaces around the world brought to you by the sustainable lens team which is brought to you by otago polytechnic which is brought to you by tipukenga we broadcast on otago access radio every monday wednesday and friday afternoons at three and streamed and podcast on oar.org.nz you can find us on facebook 
We had a contribution today from Tahu Mackenzie. This is Sampa the Great, who will be at WOMAD. Energy. I'm Samuel Mann in Sawyer's Bay, Dunedin, with Mawira Karatai in Fakatani, and across the harbour from me in Broad Bay, we've been joined by Shakuru Monroe. But that was Blowing Bubbles. We hope you enjoyed the show. Marty Wa. My gosh, we raise him. Please sympathise all the lies we raise him. Please realise all the times. Female energy, one shot, two shot, three times sorrows. Carry all the weight of the world on your shoulders. Give a couple crowns to the woman who had bore us. Told us, focus, love and support us. Magical, umbilical, my universe is radical. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.